Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m. Great song there, the music of Colin Mwango. It's a beautiful one. We trust God is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. Wednesday Live, the name of the show. The name is Ray, and uh, hanging out with Muruti Karabomrak and uh, uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba. Let me just uh, welcome them. Pastor Sam, welcome, sir. Uh, thank you very much, men of God, to have us again today. We greet everyone to listen to us today. We say thank you very much to the uh, Radio Prophet, and I want to just greet uh, my brother, uh, uh, Muruti Murake, for actually to welcome him as well for the great work that we are doing together. And may God bless us. Glory to God, the King of Kings. And uh, uh, Muruti Muraka, greetings in the name of Yahusha Mashiach. Hallelujah. Greetings, my beloved brother. And greetings also to my beloved brother, Professor Kabamba, as well as all the <coughs> listeners of Radio Pulpit. Yes, we greet in that powerful and most glorious name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Thank you. Hallelujah. And, uh, of course, last week we, we went on into the introduction of idolatry uh, and the hidden idolatry practices that we find in our, mi- in our midst, quite sad there that we see these kinds of things really culminating. And uh, one can say without a doubt there is a notion of such things. And uh, there are manners that God has shown us in which we can identify as to whether we are now indulging in, in a surge of idolatry. Uh, even though we we purport to be um, uh, children of God, you know, you may find some practices really awkward, which are, uh, in a way, you know, uh, practices of idolatry. And we see these things amongst ourselves. I'm going to start also, uh, you know, just to highlight, if people can just come in and tell me, as I would be asking you, men of God, about... Uh, uh, these celebrations of days that we make, you know, the Ishtar, uh, the Christmas, um, uh, <laughs> because we are talking about hidden idolatries. Yeah. Um, we're going to look into this. Um, the, the picture, that is a picture of Jesus in the buildings, you know, and people go bow before it. And there's always these candles that are lit around it and stuff. Or even also a molded image of angels and all those kinds of things and stuff. You know, the angel uh, Mikhail and the, the angel uh, Gabriel uh, and also Raphael, you know. <laughs> um, uh, they, many people have put on those images there. Uh, and people are not aware. They just get into that synagogue building or that church building. And and these images are there, you know, there's some waters that you take and then you just sprinkle on yourself at times. And sometimes there's a particular way you should walk when you are in the mist. Um, you should be walking prostrate, bowed down and all those kind of things. And those... Uh, 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 Pictures drawn by Leonardo da Vinci are there, you know, uh, and and those are not the only things. I'm just talking hidden, you know, images of idolatry, uh, where people basically worship things and stuff, 
and when people when we see the manifestation of idolatry you know um, senselessness irrationality degrading behaviors then we know that there is idolatry that is taking place and uh, also when we see demonical activities taking place which are defiling and enslaving the people abominable activities taking place um uh, a, a demonical you know uh, it can be when people eat snakes these days i've seen um a pastor demonstrating how to uh to have sex with a woman right on the pulpit and, and all those kinds of those things are degrading and uh, uh but still we see them there a guy who on his pulpit there was a live snake you know that was what, what that was hissing about you know and uh, i've seen others uh, made to eat little snakes and they say they taste like fish it's quite sad you know and and also the manifestations of apostasy wrong teachings wrong names of god you know um, are indicative of the prevalence of idolatry amongst ourselves you know um and then also you know um uh, the kind of adaptations that we bring with regards to what is sanctioned sanctioned by the world you know uh, the egyptian judgments you know the biblically it would say that things that are sanctioned by the world you know uh, as indicative of idolatrousness uh, and then also uh, you would see much of the, and all these things that i'm saying i'm going to look into the word of god to to look into them you know um now also uh, we see enticements you know the corruption of the priesthoods the enticements that are there you know now um people are being enticed into products you know by this book of mine <laughs> by this daily devotional of mine you know um uh, people are enticed to buy these things uh, and um, they say it would make reading the word, the Bible easier. Whereas when you read these things, they are devoid of true scripture. You know, it's just transference and stolen texts from old devotionals uh, that have been done by other people. Plagiarism in effect, you know. Um, others you also see the aspect of yielding to new doctrines uh, we find new doctrines that come in you would see how solomon was yielding to new doctrines um, and these are said to be the, the you know we we are a congregation that is moving with the times we, we're talking how idolatry continues to masquerade itself as that which is the true doctrine and you find that it is not and many people would say hey no come on man you started with saying the aspect of irrational interpretations of the word irrationality these things come on board and we see them much of the times they are indicative of idolatry but nah. yo indicative and i want to go to the book of acts and um uh, chapter 17, I want to look into 
verse 29. And uh, it says, Therefore, since we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, something shaped by art and man's devising, which means our own kind of interpretations of the divine creator, Yahuwah. Um, it says we ought not to think like that. That is what we call irrationality. When we start to think beyond the sense that God is making or outside of it. Because beyond would mean that you are advanced. No, outside of it. And uh, if you go also to Romans chapter 1. Oh, this one. I'm going to get into trouble. Romans chapter 1 is also interesting. And I am going to look at some verses there which are saying this is indicative of an idolatry amongst a people. If you look into verse 22 and 23, let me start at verse 20 because I want to end at verse 23. Then I'll continue with others. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that we are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened, professing to be wise they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image like corruptible man and birds and four-footed beasts, beasts and creeping things, perishable things in other words. Now here we see idolatry, uh, people now replacing God with images. That is man and, and we see people worshipping men. I don't know how many people have uh, unfriended me on social media because I don't believe in the men that they speak to as almost their God, if not their Savior. And, and others do not like uh, uh, the things that we had said, you know, over a time about false preachers and all that, and they had gone on to unfriend me. Others are even cursing. But the word of God is telling us there. We cannot change the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man. Did you know people, uh, Pastor Sam, people still worship doctrines of guys who died in the 60s. And if you don't know that doctrine, they don't consider you as a fully fledged yeah. believer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, here in South Africa, uh, there are churches. So there's a, a church, a large one, with branches everywhere. Mm -hmm. If you can quote the writings of the man of God who died, and the man of God was not intending that this thing be idolized. The man of God who died in the 60s, 
and this one actually didn't die in the 60s, died in the 80s. Because I remember when, when I was still in high school, high and primary and high school, he was actually on TV. Okay. Basically, I've met and worked with his wife many times. If you don't know the writings of that man and you can't quote them, they don't see you as a fully-fledged member of their church or a believer. It means you have no revelation yet. Mm. That is idolatry. We see that much at the times. These are hidden. They look like beautiful doctrines. You know? But these are degrading. Demonicals. If you can come to think of it. Let's go to First Corinthians then. Then I'll give over to the men of God. Uh, if you look into First Corinthians, and that would be chapter 10, verse 20 and 21. <clears throat> it says, But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. It's also written in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 17. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. Here's another hidden idolatry. And this brings these days that we celebrate. Yeah. It brings to the fore also the days that we celebrate. You know, there's also now a heritage there. You should see people when they come to church, you'll be shocked. The other one was fainting there because the traditional attire was just too much. We're talking about that. We trust God is doing you good. 657 AM, radio for believers in action. There you go. There you go. Let me start with you, Murutimraka. Hidden idolatries. I've, written, I've read uh, uh, some few verses there. You know, uh, how these had gone on. I don't want to speak about... Maka and men of Judah and the people of Jerusalem who made idols. But I want to look into the aspect of the hidden manifestations of demonicals. And we see these idolatries really taking place. We went to Acts 17:29 and Romans 1, 22 and 23 and 1 Corinthians 10, 20 and 21. What comes to mind, Sam? Yeah, <clears throat> we we thank God for tonight. We thank Him that by His Spirit He is shedding light on something which is very, very important uh, to us human beings. And we are trusting that uh, the Holy Spirit really is going to be helping us tonight. And 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 my prayer is that. Uh, we will hear what the Spirit is saying instead of uh, uh, picking on human beings. Like you were saying, you know, when 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 the Spirit is speaking to us, then we start to hate men uh, as if they are against us. Mm. Now, having said that, uh, 
What comes to mind is this, that what you said last uh, week, which we continue now in terms of going into the real meat of it, just to cast an overview of what we said last, uh, and just phrase it this way, that uh, the way God has created us, uh, he has created us in his uh, image uh, after his likeness. And, and and there are things there in the image which which uh, are key uh, things like uh, God is someone who who uh, gets worshipped and praised. Uh, it 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 is pleasant to God to be worshipped and praised, and that's why He made uh, His creation. So, and he wants us, even though we don't see him, and you were reading there in Romans chapter 1, uh, in, in, in verse 20, that his uh, uh, attributes are invisible. Uh, even he himself is invisible. And Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 also uh, uh, speaks to that, that Christ is the image of the invisible God. Even though we cannot see God, He expects us to afford Him the glory that is His glory, which is to worship and praise Him and hold Him in high regard and put Him first before everything. Now, the devil knowing that we 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 have been created in that fashion that we respond to these kind of things the way God responds as well has targeted human beings. He didn't target cows. He didn't target bats because they they don't appreciate what worship is. They don't appreciate what praise is, although they give it. Uh, in terms of them uh, 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 exercising their uh, living, it, it, it brings honor and glory to God. In the morning when the birds wake up and they see, uh, you know, that gives honor to God. Although they themselves cannot appreciate the way we can appreciate what worship and praise is. And the devil approached human beings uh, in particular is with what caused him to fall. And, and what caused him to fall was to stand in the place of God so that in the end, praise and worship should not go to God, but should go to one. And, and, if, and, and what he was targeting is that perception, that perception to be taken away from God, that trust, the hope, the faith to be taken away from God and placed somewhere else. And then immediately that is idolatry because you become uh, preoccupied with perceiving someone as, 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 as worthy of praise, as worthy of honor. We should have gone to God. And that has been the problem of humanity from that time with uh, Eve and Adam until today. 
and then it 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 of course took many forms like what you were reading uh some of them would be in terms of making uh, uh or fashioning out uh, uh images i mean the the prophets were dealing with these things when they were speaking to israel they would fashion now these images which are being fashioned were actually images of man's own perception so the perception what he has seen in his mind he was putting out in terms of craft and 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 and, and uh, uh, carved uh, uh, object mm. so it is not the only form of idolatry and and this is what we are struggling with in our days because at times people think that is the only form of idolatry but because idolatry is in the mind and in the emotions and and the deep resources of that that's where we must deal with it um and and realize that we also are in danger of 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 uh, uh, subscribing to hidden idolatry hidden why because it's in the heart we don't realize that if something is in the heart that is taking the place of god in the heart one is preoccupied with idolatry last week i i quoted that uh first john after he had spoken john to all things and if we look at the book of the letter of first john he's really expounding what christ is who he is to us and what he has done for us and how god wants us to walk in victory the last warning is the last sentence where he says in in first john chapter 5 verse 21 little children keep yourself from idols meaning if we depart from these things which he had written he had written in uh, uh, chapter 2 verse 1 I am writing these things, little children, that you might not sin. But should any one of you sin, you must know that we have an advocate with the Father, which is Jesus Christ, the righteous one, who died and became the atonement for our sins, and not only our sins, but the sins of the whole world as well. So the way we perceive Jesus Christ, if we don't see him as God, as the one who is worthy of all praise, all honor, we are denying even the father of his uh, uh, worship and his praise, we should go to him. And immediately that means we are giving it to someone, meaning we are actually practicing idolatry. Now, having said that, Tonight, as you have already uh, uh, started, my brother, it's to look at the practices, which are the practices of idolatry. Actually, if, 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 if all of us would have a thorough revelation of this thing, we would speak like the disciples and ask God, then God, who would be saved if this is how idolatry is? Mm. Uh, but we thank God that uh, uh, even as Paul says in Romans chapter 7, he says, uh, 
uh, uh, who shall uh, deliver me from this body of uh, uh, death? And then he says, thanks be to Christ, uh, Jesus. Hallelujah. It is through him that we are set free. And and I wanted in, in the introduction just to say that uh, and go to Romans chapter 1, which you had uh, read. And just mm. read the verse 23, which says, uh, we we exchange the glory of of the uh, incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible uh, yes. man. Yeah. Now, when 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 you know when I was growing up, when I was starting in my teens, there was a a word which was used uh, many times, and I don't know if it is prevalent today, that when somebody loved another, then they would say, I adore you. You know, and if, and if you ask, somebody would say, no, nah, that's language. It's not language. I, I, I worship the ground where you walk. Those kind of things. Uh, we, they may, somebody may just say, ah, no, it's language, the beauty of language, not the beauty of language. It's actually expressing what the heart is full of. Because this person whom you have put there is, is uh, 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 the most important, even more important above God. That is why if they leave you or if they cheat on you, you are devastated. Why? Because their position in your heart was the topmost position. God's position was not the topmost position. And these are just examples of mm. how a God which cannot be co- corrupted, uh, in other words, cannot be degraded, mm. his glory is changed, exchanged for a, 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 a human glory which is uh, a corruptible. You, you know, you find our culture right now, uh, up to recently, because there is a change now, mm. uh, up to recently was, was, was worshipping the female body. Mm. If you want to sell a vehicle, yeah. you'll put a, 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 a female body in a certain position and all those things. Mm. If you want to sell... <laughs> A watch you want to sell, you know, you want to sell something which is far from the body. Put the naked woman. Put, yes, you'll put that picture there. Why? Because that picture, that whole notion in our culture was actually a worship of, of the female human body. Now we have as uh, a, a, a society, and I will keep on saying we. Not necessarily saying, when I say we, that is what I intentionally practice. I'm just saying it as identifying with us human beings, that as society, this is what is being practiced. Even where it um, uh, uh, seduces those who are children of God, where they become part of these things. I mean, if I am working as an, uh, 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 a creator, uh, and 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 we are expected to create others, and 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 I become part of that kind of uh, creation. 
being a child of God, and do not raise a a a a a, 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 a even in my company, raise that objection that I cannot be involved with this. It means I have been seduced to, to, to be part of idolatry. And because of that, what has happened is that this corruption, this degradation of, of, of worshipping idols, of being preoccupied with idols, has been growing. It has not been arrested. It has been growing. That is why if we read further on on that uh, Romans chapter 1 verse 20, it says now it has even come to the level where verse 26, for this reason God gave them up to uh, vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the males leaving the natural use of the woman or the female burned in their uh, uh, lust for one another, men with men performing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. Now, we, we as society have come to this very level. Uh, and some of these things we have even legislated in, and we have made them the norm and the standard, where sooner than later, uh, uh, believers in Christ who, who will be objecting against these things will be persecuted. And... And the mindset is to understand that the world, the whole world is under the wickedness of Satan. Mm. Uh, as as First John chapter 5, verse 19 says. And that's why at the end he closes by saying, little children, keep yourself from idols. Why? Because the whole world fashions everything that is being churned out by the systems of this world has to do with preoccupation with idolatry. And we cannot avoid the conflict. We cannot avoid the clash which is coming, where those who definitely take this serious and ask the Lord, search me, O God, and see if there be any wicked ways in me. And, and anything that the Lord reveals in our hearts as idolatry, we deal with it because he has said uh, through Jesus Christ, uh, no one can serve two gods. No one can be preoccupied with two gods. No one can be uh, a slave to two gods. No one can love uh, two lords. Uh, he will love the one and despise the other. He will be loyal to the one, and he will be rejecting the other. So this is coming to a head. We need to be looking at these hidden forms and practices of idolatry, because once we deal with them, they will take us directly to a collision course with the world. Yeah, absolutely there. Right, uh, if you just joined us, welcome to it, and we really appreciate your time, the time that you're choosing to spend with us. We really, really appreciate 
We are talking about hidden idolatries amongst us. Send us a WhatsApp. Let's hear what you say. That is uh, 0826572729. Let's hear what you say about this matter. And uh, much of the times we get to uh, see ourselves doing some things, man. That's why, you know, I, I spoke of some things and just to throw them there. What do you feel also about the cutting of trees and decorating in the church during that time of Christmas, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does the word say about that? You, you can help us there. The word of Yahusha, Hamashiach, or the word of Yahuwah, our Creator, Father. Uh, you can speak with regards to that. Let's see what you say. Uh, you can send us a WhatsApp. Some of the hidden idolatries that we have amongst ourselves, and we turn a blind eye when it comes to this. We just turn a blind eye. We look the other way. Maybe it's because we get paid, man. Let's hear what you say. 0826572729. And uh, we'll open up the lines at the top of the hour. And after this, I'm talking to Pastor Sam. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity. 657 AM Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust God is blessing you so much in a mighty way. We are together throughout up to the hour eight, and uh, it is now 14 minutes to the hour seven on this Wednesday, June 16, 2021. Can you believe it, man? And uh, if you look also in the way we spoke about those, uh, you know, the defiling and enslaving activities that we see amongst ourselves, they are indicative of idolatry or the worship of idols. And let me start with Second Corinthians chapter six, verse fifteen to eighteen, Muruti. And uh, perhaps maybe we can uh, talk on that. And let me hear, you know, Second Corinthians, sorry. And let me hear what you say with regards to that. Now, when you look into this one, uh, in chapter six, uh, it is verse, uh, yeah, yeah, that is verse. Six, uh, verse 15 to verse 18, chapter 6, right up to the end then. It says, um, And what accord has Christ with Belial, or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? You know, let me study that 14 then. Uh, it says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part is a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God. And they shall be my people. Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 33 says that in chapter 32 verses 38 of jeremiah says that ezekiel in the new covenant spoken of um, uh, uh, okay it, it's good to say in in the revamped covenant uh, spoken of in ezekiel 37 verse 26 now 
It says also in verse 17, Therefore come out from amongst them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. Romans 8, chapter uh, chapter 8, verses 14 says that also. Now, today, we seem to be yoking these things. We, we seem to be actually... Uh, <laughs> How can I put it? We, we're saying we are debunking the Bible. Somewhat we are. Some, somewhat we are. We, we tend to be uh, removing from establishment that which is the truth of God, and we bring our own. And that is what is meant by lawlessness, you know, uh, where righteousness seems to be put aside and lawlessness comes in, even though, they don't announce, so now we worship lawlessness. But it has come into the fall, where you will see a preacher who will be saying, now call me king, and I am supposed to have extra four wives. And the wife, the original wife, they call her the first lady. And then there are these others who would be coming in. Um, sometimes they don't make rituals to marry these people but they make secret covenants that these people are theirs. These people are also at times brought by their own parents. They would br bring their girl to this man so that this man can have, you know, and they would say he's a PA or whatever it is. And there would be others who are saying these are ministers. Others are called um, aides of, of, of the ministry. They wear particular uniform there. Most beautiful ones. Tall. They look like air hostesses. Yeah, they call them yeah, they call them hostesses. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they call them that, yes. And, and and they become part of the whole thing. But that is lawlessness. That is idolatry in our midst. And uh, of course also uh, acts of darkness are being brought over. People now are manifesting demonic kind of revelations. They speak in a demonical way. Um, and they would say to a person when they pray to them, they say, go and pray to your ancestor so that they should remove this thing. Uh, speak to your ancestor. Kill a chicken. They would say that. And also... Um, that which is the word of God somehow becomes unbelieved. That is idolatry. That which is the word of God is unbelieved. It's, people stop believing it. And, and that is the practice of idolatry. What comes to mind, men of God? Uh, thank you very much for the question. And uh, we thank God for uh, what Apostle Mraja said already. And uh, we believe that uh, uh, we have to talk about this because it's so very important as we've been talking uh, too many things have been coming to our spirit to understand that uh, uh, too many idolatries are taking place in our churches in, our, uh, in many many places without us uh, maybe realizing that's what today we're talking about hidden idolatry in such a way that uh, there are things that um, they look spiritual they look okay but while in essence they do not have anything to do with God now, uh, the, verse, the scripture you've given to me, uh, uh, the, I mean, uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 6, when you read from 14, the Bible says, do not be uh, unequally bound together with the unbelievers, 
uh, do not make uh, uh, mismatch alliances with them uh, inco- I mean, uh, inconsistent uh, with your faith. For what partnership can righteousness have with lawlessness? Now, by reading this and understand, you go deeper. You see, uh, uh, this is reminding me of something that we see in the book of Daniel. Uh, Daniel, when uh, uh, the king had to need on the kingdom, Karnesa needed people to come uh, to be part of uh, his uh, entourage. We see uh, he calls some, uh, uh, I mean, Hebrew people. We know them as Daniel. Uh, we go, you know, and then here, uh, Mishael and, uh, and Azaria. But most of the people, we know them as uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But while the, the names are not, those are not the true names. These are Babylonian names that were given to them. Now, when you see people call Daniel by his name, but the other, the other three, they call them Bashar, Meshach, and Abednego. But when you go backwards, you see that I mean, even Daniel was changed. The name was changed into Belteshazzar. Yes. When you see those names, those names have a meaning, as they, because those names were uh, were devoted to some some god. When they give you that name, meaning that they are removing you from uh, from your god to connect you to another god. And uh, that's what I mean, yeah. uh, uh, the king did. When you read, I mean, when you go to Shadrach, Shadrach means completely uh, a worship to another god. Shemesh uh, is also another god. And then when you read now their names, when you see their names, their names means uh, gods of grace, gods, I mean, uh, the god of our peace. It means what God could do. And now, when you see these uh, four individuals, now take the three that we are uh, Ananiah, uh, Mishael and uh, Azaria, these three, they were called in in the, the I mean in, in the in the temp, I mean in the uh, king uh, court whereby they had to to serve him. While they had to serve him, there had been an introduction of certain law whereby we we had to worship. They had to worship that king while they had their own god, but somehow somewhere being already in the system that is exactly the system that is leading the world today. We have already in a Babylonian system. It's the same system that is, is controlling, is leading, and that system is controlling. I mean, the, uh, the the churches as well. It's controlling. I mean, the, we talk about the religion, it's controlling the economy, it's controlling the politics, it's controlling everything. Mm. And that system comes in a such a way that it speaks to you with a reasonable uh, uh, thing. It's making to reason. As you reason, then you see you don't see any wrong doing by doing whatever the, the system is proposing to you. And this is exactly what is happening today. The system comes to you, I'll give an example. When the system comes to you and says uh, that this human being, she, she used to be a man, so she used to be a girl or a lady. Mm. But today she says, uh, I can be called a man. Mm. And the system says, it is not a problem. It is a choice. Then she can become. Until at the moment she becomes, you change. You cannot call her anymore uh, a, a, a she. You start calling it a he. Automatically, what are you doing? You are changing the image that God has placed. Because the image of God was, I mean, when you look at that person, you will reveal God, say, this is a creature of God as a man or as a woman. Now, the moment you change that, it comes as an innocent thing. It comes as an innocent I mean, a proposition. But it comes, it comes in a way that uh, 
uh, making people to think and reason in terms of I mean, uh, human rights. Mm. When you come to human rights, I mean, what is happening is that we are removing God's rights. When you remove God's rights, then it becomes another form of idolatry without us realizing. Mm. Because you, you'll be living with someone because you don't want to offend that individual. Then start calling that individual, you accept uh, or accept him with a new identity. And you say, if I say this, I'm going to offend him or offend her. But the truth of the matter is, you are afraid of a, a, offending a human being while you are offending God in the process. Because whatever you bring that starts taking place of, I mean, I mean, start, start, I mean attracting your, I mean, your, your admiration or taking your attention, it, it, in another way, it's another form of uh, idolatry. Now, when I go back to these three people, the Bible says that, I mean, the king says, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, what you do, you need to worship. It's just a matter of just bowing down. He's not doing much. Just bowing down to my music and with my music, just bow down to this statue. What are you doing? You're not losing anything. It's just a simple thing. But at the same time, you take it as a simple thing. But in the spiritual world, it's a bigger thing. In the spiritual world, you are selling yourself to another God. In the spiritual world, you are worshiping another God, but without us, without you realizing. And these people, they said, no, King, we respect you. We know one thing for sure. They had names, those names were, the names that God gave to them, those names were significant. They were so powerful in such a way that those names could speak for themselves. Those, their names could speak for themselves. And the moment the king said, I will throw you in the, in, in the furnace, and we shall see which God is going to come and help you. But God, the king did not realize that one of them had the name that says or means God help. He did not realize that. But they said, I'm going to throw you in the furnace. But they thought it's, it's okay. Even if, I mean, you're caught in a sense, we can, we can burn. There's no problem. But the truth of the matter is we're not going to worship you. We know, even if the God does not come to serve us, but the truth of the matter, we won't worship you. And the king says, who shall see that? And the king was so furious, and he did what he had to do. Exactly what is happening in the new system, in our system today. They tell you, listen, if you don't obey to this, we're going to punish you this way. Now, you look at, the, look at I mean, what is God saying? Beloved, the truth of the matter is we've reached a time where we need some radical Christians. People will say, we're not going to bow down to anything until we hear God saying something. If God doesn't say anything, we won't just bow down. What is happening is the system has come in such a way that it's telling us that you need to bow down to this, you need to accept this, you need to accept it's a normal way of living. Uh, man of God, Murukire, uh, uh, you said something about the Word of God. The word of God has to be permanent. It's the, it's the only the word of God that has to control everything. Not something else. Mm. If the word of God, just an example, if the word of God says, by the strength of Jesus, because you are here. If the word of God says, you are protected by Jesus. If the word of God says, you are healed, you are, I mean, you are healed by Jesus. Now today, somebody comes and says, there is this, I mean, I'm just throwing everything to us. There is this disease that is killing people. This pandemic that is killing people. And the Bible says, what does the Bible say? Whenever there was a pestilence, there was anything, I mean, cured people. What healed the people? It was not I mean, a medication. It was the name of the Lord. Now, if it is the name of the Lord that healed the people, today, why can't you also believe in the name of the Lord in order for us to be healed? But you know what happened? They say, it's unreasonable. They tell you, be wise. They tell you, no, you know what? You, you, you are just, I mean, you don't know what's happening. You're going to die. But... If I die, what do I do? The truth of the matter is, I mean, I go to God. 
I'm not losing anything. Why am I going to be afraid of death? You know, they tell you, you're going to die. Be careful. You need to protect yourself. But, brother, if death is for me, again, in a way, if death is just a passage for me to go to, to a better place, why am I going to, to, to bow down to something that is not going to give me life? Because it's going to even make my life more miserable than if I could accept to die for Christ. That's the bottom line. But they will tell us, hey, be careful, because the God that you say, in other words, they're telling you, the God that you're serving, the one that you think that can protect you, the one that you think that he can, he can save you from uh, this pestilence or from this pandemic, is unable to do that. Then you need to take this. If you don't take this, then you will die. These three people, they said, King, we agree. We shall, we shall not bow down before you. We know one thing. Our God is able to protect us. Even if today he does not come to protect us, but the truth of the matter, we are not losing anything, but we're going to go by, sorry, we're going to go still by worshiping him and respecting him. That's the bottom line. Now, this is something that the system has come in such a way that it's controlling everything, starting by the state, going down, touching the churches. Today, the people who come up with, who talk about miracles, they don't talk about miracles anymore. Today, they talk about being wise. They tell you, hey, be careful. My faith is not your faith. That's what they tell us. They say, me, I know my faith. I believe in God, but to you, I don't know if your faith is small or, or big. Well, the Bible says, with a small faith, as a, I mean, a master see, you can move a mountain. Mm. Why can't you encourage the people to say, hey, the faith that you have can move a mountain? Now, we just talking about that we have a small faith, but while the, already the small faith can move a mountain, it's just a matter of telling people that even in the, that small faith that you have, it can move a mountain. You know, you tell somebody like that, hey, you might be a new Christian today. It does not really matter. What God does, he uses the faith of everyone. It does not matter if you've been in church for, for 10 years, for 20, for 50. It does not really matter. If you need to be born again today, as long as you trust him and you believe in him, he's able to do what to support you and protect you. Brothers and sisters, the truth of the matter is the devil is playing a very good game and is winning while as we are doing what we are, folding our hands. And sometimes we don't realize that we are, we, we've already started worshiping him. We've already started glorifying him without us knowing. When you come to churches, for instance, when you see in churches, we talk about more about demons. We talk about demons than Jesus Christ. What are we saying? It's another form of, of, of idolatry without us realizing. We talk about you are bound, the demons are doing this, I mean, your auntie is doing this, but what about what is Jesus doing? Mm. What can't you spend time worshiping Jesus in our, in our services? They're talking about, I mean, the, 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 the demon. You preach for 15 minutes about Jesus, and you take people for, for four hours telling them about demons. What are they going to go home with? Demons. They'll go home and say, everyone is a demon. My aunt is a demon. Oh, that will be the picture they're going to have. They won't have a, a picture of the 15 minutes that you, you, you spoke to them about Jesus. This is the thing. The devil, I mean, the, 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 the system has entered in a such a way that people of God do not realize how corrupt, we, I mean, uh, the church and how corrupt the people have become. They're introducing things in a such a way that people don't see it and they find themselves in it already and they just realize that they've already started worshiping something that is not. Very important. We need to come to that place whereby 
we take decisions like the four. I mean, uh, the four. I mean, in, 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 in the book of Daniel, we know Daniel. I mean, uh, is part of the three. If you can take those three that were thrown in the furnace, look at their their position, look at what they said. They refuse to, I mean, to worship anything else. They say we shall worship God. We shall respect the word of God. We shall follow what the word of God says. And as long as the word of God, our God is still alive, standing, we're not going to compromise. And this is the kind of, I mean, uh, uh, Christian that we need today. We are not going to be worshiping other things than uh, uh, the worshiping God. I'm going to hand on this one. Mm. You're talking about that. Uh, I mean, we go to uh, some churches. We found, I mean, uh, images and stuff. We see events. Sometimes we take those events as important, as important than Jesus Christ himself. Mm. Sometimes we look at the pictures of, I mean, uh, uh, we mentioned that last week. Some of our, our pastors, I mean, their pictures have become uh, the, the first thing that we see in the morning. Mm. Some of, I mean, the, our men of God mm. are the people that we call before any other person. Mm. You know, wake up in the morning, instead of greeting your wife, you, you call it first your pastor. Aye. You ask yourself, what is going on here? You so, know, if I don't call my pastor now, I guess, I mean, I'm not going to be okay. I mean, to start with my pastor first. You know, these are things that you don't realize. I mean, the devil is telling you, put more power or more respect, more reverence on someone than God himself. And that is the thing that, I mean, the enemy has introduced to our churches in the way that we found today, worshiping other things than God himself. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us to actually do that which needs to be done. It's very important uh, uh, that we actually even do that which the Lord wants to see done. And if we fail to do so, we are setting ourselves up for a lot of deception, a lot of deception and pain that would come our way send us your whatsapps it's 0826572729 uh, let us hear what you say you know with regards to this <coughs> common adulteries that we see amongst ourselves common adulteries that we see amongst ourselves i don't know what do you call this when we have a show and someone sends their picture and their thing uh, where he advertises his project. <laughs> uh, it just came at a long time when we were talking about this, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, it is sad. It's, it's one of those things that happen. And you would see someone really, really, you know, uh, bring things in a way that is not right, you know, and just, you know, do that the way they do. All right. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. Uh, Mandlengo Simbata says, Good evening, Radio Pulpit. I'm at work. I will listen tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you, man. <laughs> we really appreciate Okay, others are speaking about... Um, this is why the people of Israel is relaxed about this virus. Everyone in Israel drinks a cup of hot water with lemon and a little baking soda at night. As this is proven to kill the virus. I share. This is from Brendan. Brendan, where do you get this from, man? Aye, man. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, hey, Brendan, 
Show us proof, man. Now you're telling us about the land, about Israel, the country. Oh, come on, man. All right, give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine. Let's hear what you say. Zero one two double three four one three double two. You can give us a shout on those. Ustiel guti bonaganjani. Iti ko ezikonza yopatwe tu. We want to hear from you as to what you make of this. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit. Be doers of the word with 657 AM. Sounds of life.